This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. Our special guest tonight on Bent Notes is the Artistic Director of the Melbourne Women's International Jazz Festival, a festival established in 1997 by the Melbourne Jazz Co-op and handed over in 2003 to its own Independent Management Committee. It's my great pleasure to welcome back to Bent Notes drummer, composer and artistic director, Sonia Horbelt. Welcome, Sonia. Well, thanks, David and Paul, for having me back again. Excited to be here to talk about the festival, some great stuff happening. We're really excited this year. Always a pleasure to have you, Sonia. Artistic director of the Melbourne Women's International Jazz Festival again. You've survived yet another round of festival preparation. Are you relaxed and ready for some fantastic jazz? Always ready for fantastic jazz. Don't know about <laughs> relaxed. <laughs> you know, festivals are tricky things to manoeuvre and get together. Exciting at the end when, you know, you've got great outcomes, but the getting there is often, is lots of work and fraught, but, you know, exciting when you get to the end result and you see lots of people enjoying really incredible music making. So excited well, about that. You're not looking frazzled, so I think things must be on the right track <laughs> at the moment. Was your she has been doing it a few years. Well, that's correct. So she's maintaining that, you know, that, yep. that calm aura. Yep. That's correct. Yep. Panic underneath. <laughs> Was your objective heading into preparation for this year's festival any different to past years, ignoring the gap in the 2020, 21, 22 type area? We actually ran in, in those years. You did. That was a bit different though, and this is the first year that we've we've dedicated this year's festival to our beautiful full time artistic director, um, the late Lynette Irwin, who passed away earlier this year. It's the first time she's really not been present, and um, you know she's just an icon in our industry. Just forged the path for so many, and not just female jazz musicians across Australia, um, all jazz musicians, and so you know, very much trying to embrace her vision and memory in this festival this year. And, you know, some really great things came together. So, yeah, I think just just trying to embrace the spirit of Lynette in taking on a lot of that and trying to find new ways to provide opportunities for, for all of our musicians. How important was Lynette to the festival and to music in Australia, jazz in Australia? Oh, just uh, iconic, groundbreaking and such a beautiful, you wouldn't find a lovelier human being, incredible advocate for women. I remember in our, I think it was our first festival, 2003, and Lynette had this incredible vision and understanding of artists and their their talents, basically. She was incredible at recognising musicians who would forge away in the jazz industry and to give them an opportunity and a platform to do that from like i remember our first festival that we really programmed together we got down the west end composers collective and that was that was in 2003 that was kristen barati it was georgia weber it was steve newcomb carl harvo isaac Huron, joe marcusano on drums you know like and that same year we we brought down angela davis so uh, sort of you know there's a a real 
you can track the emergence of artists in our festival and then watch them come to the next platform. You know, I remember having a great discussion with Claire Cross about how, you know, that first gig that she landed in the festival was a real springboard for her to launch her career from, you know, as Kate Kelsey Sugg, we were talking about how we gave her a first gig at Bennett's Lane. And, you know, so it's Lynette established a real, uh, I think uh, the festival is particularly curated in a way to provide that platform and so that it has a, a brand of excellence and invention and creativity and vision. And that becomes incredibly valuable for artists who've performed in the festival. You know, we're little, we're tiny, but the value that that brings to artists in their career moving forward when they're applying for other grants or looking further is is really enormous. And that's very much Lynette's leg- legacy. Was Lynette a musician herself? Yep, she was a violinist, played piano, originally born in Sydney, married um, saxophonist Tony Hobbs, who was originally from Adelaide, and then they spent a lot of time, quite quite a few years in the Netherlands where he taught, and then they moved back here to Brisbane, where Tony, you know, taught a whole swag of all of those that mid-career level of artists in general, but particularly saxophonists who came out of Brisbane, right. Zach Huron, Phil Noy, you know, that whole, that generation of musicians out of Brisbane. And yeah, yeah. So she had a real understanding and vision for music. Wonderful that you can dedicate this year's yeah, festival to her. That's superb. Sad that she's not here, but, you know. She will be in many people's memories yeah, during the festival. very much I'm sure. so. Now, apart from the music, which we'll get onto <clears> shortly, you've programmed an industry panel, yes. a performance workshop, yep. a vocal symposium, yep. and a jam and hang. Yeah. Who yeah, are, yeah, yeah. Who are your intended audiences for, for the... I won't say non-musical because they're all about music, yep. but the non-performance sessions. Um, the first two are in collaboration with one of our main sponsors. Thanks very much to Monash University and a particular shout out to Paul Williamson there. The first one is a, a bit of a panel Q&A about career and band leading with the lead off band, if you like, Aura, who are a bit of a su- super band. That's Flora Carbo, Audrey Pound, Helen Svoboda and Kiri Anderson. So it's a bit of a session with them about, and th- they all come from very diverse backgrounds too and play different styles of music. You know, Flora's just been in Berlin, Helen's done an intensive with the art orchestra, Audrey's just toured with the Teskey Brothers throughout the States. So a bit of a and a about how to get where and what to do. And then the performance um, session after that is a chance for people to bring their band and try out their songs or ask for guidance on, you know, how do you approach this or how would you play this or, you know, what approach do you take to rehearsing this or whatever. So, you know, people who are really in the industry and working and Stella Anning's in on that performance workshop too. So that's exciting. What a wonderful way to do things. The vocal symposium. Oh, amazing. Like seven killer vocalists all from different aspects of the industry, just discussing all things vocal about career, about technique, about opportunities, about hard work, about all of those things. So that's uh, Michelle Nicole, Jan Slater, Nina Farrow, Kate KS, Nalusha Desaneka, Shelley Scown and Harriet Allcroft. Wow. What a range of... I know, and Andrea Keller will be the moderator on that. She did an amazing 
series for gender defying jazz on youtube which i encourage anybody out there to go and check out it's called stories and songs and it's on the gdj channel gender defying jazz where she's done a whole series of zoom interviews with incredible australian and international artists oh, really wonderful. really check it out it's really I amazing will do that so she's in the moderator's chair for that one there goes my evenings this week yeah yeah <laughs> they're really they're priceless they're just gems like such insight I was just going to say, sorry for interrupting, but I was just going to say how great it is for people who want to get into the industry and don't necessarily know how to do that, to have these panels of people who have experience and knowledge and can talk to new people to the industry about their experiences and what people can expect and how they can leverage off that knowledge is fantastic. It's such a great thing to do. The whole festival doesn't just have to be about looking at music or listening to music it yeah. can be about other things as well yeah it's about it's about learning and, and also you know we all make mistakes or or we all often come to a point where we go what do i do next or how do i take this further or i don't i feel like there are no opportunities where do i look and certainly that range of extraordinary vocalists can speak to many things across the industry before we start having a chat about some of the muses themselves you've brought some music in to highlight some of the amazing artists. What are you playing first for us? Well, this is hot off one of the first mixes of the Aura Same Sky album. This is a track called Baby Horse. Our special guest on Bent Notes is Melbourne drummer, composer and artistic director of the Melbourne Women's International Jazz Festival, Sonia Horbelt. You're listening to Joy (laughs) 94.9. listening to a podcast from bent notes find more podcasts and show blogs at joy.org.au on joy 94.9 you are listening to bent notes where our special guest is melbourne drummer composer and artistic director of the melbourne women's international jazz festival sonia horbelt sonia there's a whole range of artists performing in the festival this year the CD launch for Aura. Yeah, I, actually, this is, I think, their second album, but those guys have just been flying around the world or around the country, so to actually have them all in the one place on the one day is a bit of a miracle, actually. So I know Kiri's doing another gig later in the week with Adelaide singer Mim Crellin, and Flora's in on that gig too. That album launch is really, really exciting. That's The album's called Same Sky, that's why our workshops with them are also on that day because it's the only day they're all around. We, we managed to nab them and, and make the most of them, which is great. I might actually back announce also and say that the vocal symposium will be li- on a Zoom link. So oh, we right. haven't posted that yet. That's thanks to one of our principal sponsors, the University of Melbourne. So that will be on a Zoom link if you can't get there. But, Wonderful. you know, there's nothing better than being in a room of singers. Ouch, actually, that could be dangerous. <laughs> but, you know, exciting. And I think one of the things that we wanted to generate was people talking and artists coming together and discussing with each other because half of those singers would never be in the same room as each other, you know, and for that to generate, yeah, discussion. And what a headache for you to sort that out to get them in the same room. <laughs> yeah, well yeah, no, done. I'm excited. I can't wait. You've got some gender-defying jazz. Yes, that's Andrea Keller's 
project at the University of Melbourne for secondary students and they've got a little performance. They do a series of workshops over a number of weeks and then that that culminates always in the last Sunday at Jazz Lab. And that's kind of an investment too in, you know, I think so many students later don't, they don't become musicians, but they find music. You know, that's a ah, jazz's future audience as well. And, you know, all their parents, I remember once holding a student night at a, for one of my schools at Bennett's Lane. And then this student two weeks later storms into my, into my room and says, thanks very much. My parents went to Bennett's Lane on Friday night on a date night and <laughs> left me at home. Oh, 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 oh that's beautiful. <laughs> so it's, it's a really great way to open up our sector to new audiences as well and future audiences. Which is important. Yeah, that's really important. You've got some international guests. Terry Royger? Yep, she's a really fantastic vocalist from New York. We're really lucky that she's in town to coincide with the festival. Her husband, John's on bass, and that's with Hugh Stuckey and Ronnie Farella. She's singing Abby Lincoln. Wow. And I just, just last night, I was in, on Instagram. There was a little clip of, of Abby Lincoln with Max Roach that was amazing. I just went, wow. But yeah, Terry's, and she's in a double bill with. Peggy Lee, who's an extraordinary, extraordinary Canadian no, cellist. I, I, when I first read that, I thought Peggy Lee vocal. I know. She'd be a little bit old of age now. Yes. No, no. It's Peggy Lee, the Canadian cellist. Um, and that's with the amazing Julian Wilson on saxophone, Thea Carbo on guitar. They're about to release an album next year. And Dylan Vandership on drums. The drums, yes. Yep. They're called Open Thread. Yes. Interesting name for a band. I think it's all the guitar y kind of thread thing. I don't know. I must actually ask <laughs> ask her. I didn't actually Just make something that. up. You know, you, I'm sure there's a thesis on band names somewhere. Oh, there will be. You've got Lara Bello and her quartet. Yep, that's really exciting. The Aussie quartet. Yes. That sees Raj Jaiwira coming back to Australia as well. And then how beautiful Nathan Slater and mm. uh, Chris Hale. Oh, what a divine oh, band. Yes. Yep. Yeah. And that's a double bill with – it's actually a triple bill. We've got a young, exciting Monash singer – Ruby Glynn, and then Ilaria Cocciani with the inimitable Nico Schäuble. Oh, uh, yes. Yep, I love Nico. And then it's also Omerko on piano, accordion and sax, and fellow Collingwood supporter Tom Lee on double bass. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's kind of the European kind of night, if you like. Beyond the Lake is a crybaby session. Yeah. What's a crybaby session? Well, it's when mums and dads can bring their bubs in the pram during the day and have a little cafe latte or, you know, something stronger. <laughs> I don't encourage that. Forget I said that. <laughs> um, but And enjoy some music that's we've normally, in the past years, we've had Nat Barch doing her lullabies set that she yeah. wrote for her son, Will. But it's a chance for them to get out during the day and enjoy some alive music set mm. and be able to bring the kids. And if they cry, so they cry. That's Anita Quayle's duo cello and guitar loops and stuff in a similar sort of, you know, lullaby, mesmerising kind of way. And yep. she's also appeared in the festival before in MAS with Zanny Kolak, and they have Melbourne Amplified Strings, Strings so yep. we're really excited to be able to bring Anita into the program. You've got Nina Farrow singing the songs of Emily King. Oh, my gosh. And that's a double bill with Ellie Hoyt's new band. Like, is that a dream gig or what? <laughs> Nina is singing the songs of American artist Emily King with Isaac Moran on guitar, and then Ellie Hoyt has this uber-super band that she's, that's new now that she's back from the UK. That's the three vocal lineup 
with uh, Louisa Rankin and Emma Gilmartin. How's that for three vocals? Mm. Llewellyn Osborne on uh, violin, and then Hugh Stuckey pops up again. Yeah. The amazing Tamara Murphy oh. and Mark Lay. So that's wow. a real super group. That's, uh, I mean, it's kind of, there are a lot of nights that are really amazing, and it's like two bands for the price of one. Three voices together. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's part of our festival too, where we go, okay, what do you, what would you want to do if you could? This is really the platform for artists to go, okay, I would really actually like to create this. And Ellie's project in particular is one of those. One I'm interested in is Across Silence. You have a deaf poet and a deaf actor performing on the stage with a number of hearing musicians. How does that work? And what is it that we're going to experience? It's based around poetry that Andrea Keller has set music to, sung by Gian Slater and enacted by Marnie Kerridge and Walter Kadiki. But they also, that's part of Kylie Davies, uh, who's the bass player, um, her Newmarket Collective. They have developed these vests where deaf audience members can feel the vibrations oh, really? of the music and watch the Auslan signing. Mm. Um, at the same time. So incredible. Natasha Fernside on clarinets and Amber Richardson is the Auslan interpreter. But that's also in a double build. This is, I'm, I'm saying every geek's killer, but that's with Zodge, who I, I saw at Fed Square initially earlier this year and went, yep. we need to have that group in the festival. That group has to be in the festival. That's Gallery Poor and Brian O'Dwyer. They have just actually released Phil O. Fenjun, their new CD. And that was sold out. So if you didn't catch them at that, they are mind-blowing. Geller plays this Iranian string instrument and uh, Brian's on drums and, and then loops and sings as well. If you were a deaf person in the audience, you, the haptic vests would just, you know, you'd feel, feel the vibrations full stop. Wow. But um, really incredible. What a festival, Sonia. Yeah. A lot of work, yeah. but it'll be marvellous to see it yep. to come to fruition. Performing at the Jazz Lab. Yes. And uh, there's another venue as well. Yeah. We've got the Vocal Symposium is at Hanson Dyer Hall at Melbourne University campus in South Bank. The exact address for that is on... On the um, website. It's on the web. Yeah. But we will post the Zoom link to that. I might jump in and also thank MJC, Usefulness of Art, Rolling Stock and Miles Mumford, who's the uh, uh, for our recording prize. And also we've, we've co presented this year with Clarence Jazz Festival. We've established a new relationship. We're bringing Sasha Gavlek up. Oh, um, wonderful. And then she's forming a group, part Tassie, part Melbourne, yeah. and then that they will go and perform at Clarence Jazz Festival next year in oh. February. So, Isn't that great to see that musos yeah. are being able to share yeah. their music across festivals yeah. and, and have that I'd, I'd like, I'd really like to do a shout-out to Stevie at, at that at that festival for initiating the contact with us. And actually it was Sandy Evans who set it up, you know, like talk about icons. Mm, and indeed. it means that Sasha will come and can experience all of the artists in the festival and make some contacts here in Melbourne, you know, because Tassie is not always, it's far away and it's quite artistically often separated from the mainland. Yeah. You know, we it, get much so more close. interaction between... 
Brisbane, Sydney, Melbourne, Adelaide yeah. and Perth, you know, that whole loop. Yeah, so, so close and yet so far. Yeah, mm. yeah. So we're hopefully that's an ongoing relationship, which is really exciting. What have you got for us to listen to to uh, close out our discussion this evening? Well, this is our New York vocalist, Terry Roja, singing an Abby Lincoln tune called Holy Earth. Sonia, thank you so much for dropping to our Thanks studio so much, again and, and sharing your valuable time with us. You could, could be home doing the final preparations for the uh, the program oh my gosh but you're in I here. need to get off our website really i just just tweaking this and tweaking that really <laughs> it's been fantastic to hear about the artists performing Thanks in so this much. year's melbourne women's international jazz festival running from december 3 through 10 all the details are on the website mwijf.org yeah thanks very much our guys. best wishes to you sonia for a very successful yep. festival this year yeah thank you cheers our guest on bent notes has been drummer composer artistic director of the melbourne women's international jazz festival Sonia Horbelt. You're listening to Joy 94.9. You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.